Today's guest is Miriam Lieber, president of Lieber Consulting, LLC. Miriam is a longtime industry consultant on all things operations. For several years, she has also been one of three judges for the HME Excellence Awards. Miriam joins HME News in 10 to talk about what goes into selecting an HME Provider of the Year and why she thinks providers should toss their hats in the ring. I'm Liz Bollier. And I'm Teresa Flaherty. And this is HME News in 10 from HME News. Stay with us. This episode of HME News in 10 is sponsored by the HME News VGM and Associates Financial Benchmarking Survey. We are excited to announce that the 2021 Financial Benchmarking Survey is now open. This survey is open to all HME providers and those who complete the survey will get full access to the complete report at no charge. Don't miss out. The more submissions there are, the more accurate our picture of the HME industry will be. To complete the survey, visit www.hmenews.com forward slash benchmark. Hi, Miriam. Thanks for being our guest on the HME News in 10 podcast. Well, it's great to be here. I um, love doing these. They're actually a lot of fun. Well, thanks for being with us today. First of all, also, thank you for being a judge for the HME Excellence Awards again this year. One of my favorite projects. <laughs> Speaking of uh, excellence, let's talk about, from your point of view, what's the biggest thing that makes an HME provider excellent? It's a really, that's a good question. It's also a loaded question. <laughs> I feel like it's almost like a diversified look at a company from everything from financial to operational and marketing perspectives. And that's why the judges have all three different areas of expertise. So when I think of what makes some a company excellent, it's really being well-rounded and also a company that shows passion and um, continued improvement as well as innovation and ingenuity. I think a proven track record is, if everything else is equal is what I say, I personally look for a distinguishing trait or characteristic to set them apart. And I think a lot of it, it could be anything, but basically it's for something that makes them just a little bit different. Miriam, as a judge over the years, have you found that providers do anything consistently well? That's such a, also a good question. And it causes me to pause for a moment. In fact, you know, when I think back about all the years and all the different sort of scoring that I've, my little scoring sheets that I've made, I really don't see any one thing that makes someone, you know, better than another or a standout characteristic. I would say some are community involvement is their stellar characteristic, whereas others have just excellent customer satisfaction ratings, or it might even be a dramatic financial improvement, an interactive website, among other things that I see as standouts. So it's all over the place, if that makes any sense. Yeah, it does. To flip that coin, have you found anything, Miriam, that the applications over the years that consistently needs work? You know, I'm going to I'm gonna let one out of the bag here. Uh, I, what I look for is in customer satisfaction. Sometimes I feel like it's not the one or two that we get don't necessarily show us um, how satisfied the customers are necessarily. And also, um, when someone releases information about a specific customer, I don't even know what to do. It crawls into my skin because I know that it could be a potential HIPAA violation. So I worry more about that than anything else. So I look for a company that 
at all costs will not share information about a customer. Right. So I think part of the application is it to include some patient satisfaction examples, get the Sharpie marker out. And exactly. <laughs> I think yeah, I would say note to self if I were you guys, like just get rid of that name if you don't mind. Miriam, do you think the, uh, the COVID-19 pandemic will affect your judging this year? And if so, how? Gosh, it can't not affect any of us because it has affected each and every one of us. I think on the human side is what I would say it will have affected me in terms of the judging part. Those who showed up over and over and over again and despite the danger in doing so. And I can't actually think that anyone would be different than, than what I'm describing here. Everybody showed up, but you know, one of the things I notice when I look at social media is that those that shared their stories really uh, warmed my heart and I think made a huge difference. So I'd probably be thinking about that. Even a company I noticed scrambling to find oxygen equipment reached out on LinkedIn and said, any of my fellow providers, if you have any extra oxygen, um, help us out. That actually stopped me in my tracks and I thought to myself, wow. That is one great way to sort of distinguish yourself or to show that you've distinguished yourself and that you've gone the extra mile. So the ways in which a company pivot, pivoted in a dash and we're up and running in adverse, you know, these adverse conditions will both internally, externally make their mark on me. Great. You mentioned at the beginning of this podcast and you've, you've told me before, Miriam, that this is one of your favorite projects. Uh, being a judge is a lot of work obviously, but again, you've said you'd like the process. Why? What do you get out of it? You know, I, I get to know the companies inside there. I feel like I'm looking at them from the inside sometimes where I don't always get to do that. And I get to learn a lot about these great distinguishing characteristics. And I love being able to sort of honestly feel like I'm doing something good for the industry and also reflecting on the greatness that is our uh, provider community and what we offer and what we do for just healthcare at large. And I think the pandemic, as you had asked before, is really what bears light on how we are really finally showing our true colors in the face of the overall population. And I, I feel a sense of pride and community when I get to do that. And I being able to award the best of the best, you know, sort of makes me feel like I've both taken on something extremely important and also taking it seriously and making sure that we sort of give the right, the right company that award. Mary, why should providers apply for this award? I think providers should apply for this award because they um, generally believe that they're, that they're above all the greatest and the most excellent company in this industry. And to be able to let others know in their general areas or community at large and nationwide, if they are nationwide, is an opportunity to be recognized for it. And who wouldn't want to be recognized for something they've done so well? Um, I can't think of anyone. And also, I think it's, in addition to all of those reasons, I believe that it's a true marketing advantage. It's something that is given out judiciously with much thought and consideration by in judges who've been in the industry a very long time and who really care passionately about the industry. And I think having that experience and then being able to reflect back on those who've performed in an outstanding way is nothing short of exemplary and who wouldn't want to be recognized for that. Yeah, you mentioned the marketing 
value of it, Miriam. And I always get a kick when I go to a provider's website and they have that HME Excellence Award logo, you know, right, right there with their, you know, JCO accreditation or whatever. It's neat to see. Perfect. That's a perfect way to sort of frame it. It's, it's an opportunity to show that you scored above the rest. And, you know, it's like a kid when they get their A and they want to plaster that A or their diploma. It's a really nice thing to do. Also, referral communities want to know about it's another opportunity and we need them today, so. Great. Well, thanks again for being our guest, Miriam, and um, stay safe. You too, take care. And that's HME News in 10.